After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, welcome in to the Deuce and Mo podcast, the final home game of the regular season. Lack those fireworks between the Kings and the Warriors. Sacramento not playing De'Aaron Fox, Damanis Sabonis, Kevin Herter, or Malik Monk. And you realize, oh, those guys are pretty good. The rest of the Kings struggled shooting. They made it the game a couple of times, but the Warriors were too much and a must win for the Golden State Warriors. They beat Sacramento 119-97. to at Golden 1 Center, the Kings now have one game left. It comes Sunday afternoon at 12.30 against the Denver Nuggets, and it's on. We'll be back at Golden 1 Center next weekend for the start of the NBA playoffs. The Kings have officially clinched the third spot. I'm Juice Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How are you doing on this Friday? So good. So good. What I mean, I know the Kings lost, um, but, you know, a very eventful day and it just feels good to know though that the Sacramento Kings are in the playoffs and they're good because there's other teams in the Western Conference that can't say that today. That's very true. Yep. Luca. I will the Dallas Mavericks. We'll get to that. Yeah. 
What a wild day, and there's still two more days left in the NBA regular season, and a lot of movement could still happen as it stands right now. If the playoffs started today, the Kings would be matching up with it. With the, with, the, with the L.A. Clippers. But that could change fast. We'll go over some of the scenarios later, but the Kings lose this game to the Warriors. Uh, before we dive into what we saw tonight, just so we could address it and move forward, just in case you missed it, for those who don't know, we were doing a daily show at Sacktown Sports 1140. We started that in January, and today was our last day. And you're going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did they fire you again? <laughs> Are you? No, no, no. Actually, everything's good between us. Everything's great between us. So I think most people who listen to the podcast, as we get really raw on here sometimes, realize that throughout the last couple of months after we took uh, that additional job, we were going through a lot of times. We were feeling that night chat. I mean, Morgan was like, Extra feisty. I was trying to be like... Okay, Mr. Cynical is what your nickname was. (laughs) We were both feeling it big time. And we knew it was going to be difficult when we took the job. When they reached out to us, we thought long and hard about it for like months and months and months. Reached a deal. Decided to go there. They were super supportive of us. Uh, It took us a few weeks and we realized, this is going to be really hard. Okay, how are we juggling everything? And as time went on... It wasn't getting better, and it was more like, wow, I have completely spread myself thin. It's mentally taxing. I'm doing too many long days where my brain is not firing where it needs to fire or how it needs to fire, and I'm not being great at anything, and I didn't like how I was feeling, not working out for two months, mentally just tired, and we both talked, and we both agreed, like, I don't think we should do this anymore. Yeah. Which was, by the way, such a weird couple conversations to have because there's so many things that come over you in these situations, right? Embarrassment, failure, all those self-doubt things that happen. I mean, you look at where the economy is going and you know it's going to take a dip to your finances and everything. But it wasn't about any of those things. And at the end of the day, it was about us finding balance and being happy and again every single job that we have makes us happy but when you cram them all together you never know what your limit is until you reach it and that is my favorite line that one of my bosses told me when I first told him like yeah we're probably gonna need to quit and just the support that we have received from other jobs from the radio station, from our peers, from people nationally. It has been um, overwhelming. I, I didn't expect anything like this. And uh, the amount of people that really understand to prioritize yourself first, just thank you for even taking the time to reach out and to um, help us validate our feelings toward everything that we did today. So, yeah, it's been... It's been um, uh, a wild day and, and Deuce, I think the other thing I really quick wanted to mention too was just the, uh, you know, when we took the job, we were even told like, hey, you guys take off any days you need for work and other jobs and blah, 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 which I started doing. But what that led to was me leaving Deuce hanging, me leaving Chris Watkins or the other crew. It's a team. It's a, it's, it's a, a team place. And that's how the culture should be. And 
when you're letting other people down and having everyone else to have to shift, it just feels very elitist and weird. And we're not about that life. And we want to be great at everything we do. And we noticed we weren't being great at everything we did. So, um, yeah, we made the tough decision. Yeah. And as tough as it is, it's also like, Hey, I feel very fortunate that we're at a point in our careers at this moment, things can change fast in this business where there's many options where you go, Oh, we can kind of pick and choose what kind of makes sense the schedule right now and um i'm beyond appreciative of everyone over there because they were beyond supportive of us as we you know we threw them a curveball a little bit i mean they knew how we were feeling along the way we were transparent super transparent and that's why i didn't catch them off guard and we're leaving i I mean we're still probably going to make appearances on that station yeah um you know guest spots and stuff like that but um everything's good and now it just allows us to focus on all the other jobs, including this, where like people think you do a podcast and it's just, oh, it's just a podcast. You just everyone turn it on. has one. Everyone, oh, yes, everyone kind of does have a podcast. Uh, this is a small business we're running for us and we're trying to grow this and create awesome content. So we're focused on continuing to build this channel with awesome Kings content, NBA content, and keep trucking along. We've got big dreams, not only for this, but play-by-play and, you know, TV work and, I don't know, just want to kind of do everything. I like it. I like it, but I also need some time to be creative and have fun and try to be great at everything, and we couldn't at that point. So, anyway, I just want to explain to those who maybe did not hear earlier today when we signed off for the final time over at Sacktown Sports 1140, just trying to be as transparent as possible with you guys. Like, it just, it was a lot, and we made the decision like two weeks ago uh, that this was going to happen it was two weeks, three weeks ago. Dude, it was. Yeah. All I know is the second we came to that conclusion and because we battled with it for a while. Oh, and once yeah. We both were like, we have to like tell them. And once we did, there was a weight lifted off of us and it, it feels good to know we made the right choice. And what else I'll say, too, is that in this industry. Yeah. This stuff never happens. You don't get to leave on good terms. Yeah, you don't yeah. get to, you know, there's just so many egos usually involved. And look, this is a place that fired us eight years ago <laughs> as of April 1st. And it was a full circle moment. We came back um, because they wanted us. And we decided, okay, this could be a cool thing to build. And what we did build was a brand new relationship that we had lost years and years ago. And gained some new ones, you know? Like, the, Brian, the new boss over there, is doing great things. And, you know, Chris Watkins, who's super talented that we got to know well over there in the last couple months. Frankie Cardicelli, who's doing good stuff. Simone. Like, they've got talent there. And I just hope they continue to allow some of these new, fresh, young voices shine. And we find it important to make sure to be collaborating yep. um, and always knowing what's going on within the community, within the basketball world. So we hope to keep growing. Thank you so, so damn much for supporting us along this wild ride. And you knew it was the right decision when we actually agreed on something. You know what I mean? We agree on stuff. <laughs> we definitely agreed on this, though. It was like, oh, my God, you were thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. huh? <laughs> I will agree with you, though, to be honest. What? Luca is a b- <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, all right. Let's get to some people. 
uh, watching us live right now. Appreciate all you guys being here. All the nice support. Thank you, Boost. You guys were stretched thin with all the content you had to push out. Appreciate that. Thanks, guys. I uh, love the show, though, but opportunities ahead. Thank you so much. Jake, also thanks to Super Chat. Oh Kravitron, 20 bucks. Hope the show never ends. You guys are great. Never now, will. We want to keep this going. OG Owens says, uh, donates 20, says, thank you for being a friend. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Uh, Nathan, thanks so much for the super chat. So sad, but now more, no more flipping between 1140 and 1320. Well, I mean, you can listen on demand too, guys. Uh, Jessica donates 10 bucks. Appreciate that. Way to prioritize your goals and health. I'm super inspired and proud of you both. Can't <laughs> wait to see what's next. Thank you guys so thanks. much. Oh my God. Thanks to everyone watching us. Oh uh, man. You guys are far too freaking kind. Love you guys too. I see all the love. Appreciate you guys. Um, if you have not yet, make sure to hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed because that will help us hopefully reach the goals and grow on this channel. Let's talk about tonight's game. Kings lose 119 to 97. De'Aaron Fox did not play. Kevin Herter did not play. Sabonis did not play. Malik Monk did not play. So the Kings went with the starting lineup of Davion Mitchell, Terrence Davis, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, and Alex Len. It got off to a hideous start. Kings were outscored 32-16 to in the opening quarter. They got back into it a couple of times. We saw some different lineups that we haven't really seen this year. I'll be honest, Morgan, I can't really take a lot out of this game because it w it's so hard to... Um, take anything away when you're missing so many key guys. The go. Kings had one point guard tonight, and it was Davion Mitchell, and after that, it was P.J. Dozier running the show for Sacramento. No, we're not going to sit here and break down quarter by quarter. I will say it was nice, though. Was it the second quarter when they went on that run and they outscored the Warriors? That was nice. It was nice to see those moments happen, but what those moments were, it was bigger than just scoring more points. It was the competitiveness that they brought. Dude, and they, they played hard tonight. And that's what I loved. It was all game long. They brought that competitiveness, that competitive fire. They're going up against the Warriors starters, and they brought it. And I appreciate that, especially when they're shooting like shit and had the score still um, close enough where it was still a game, right? They kept battling, and I just appreciated what we saw from all these guys that aren't usually starting. They couldn't make shots tonight. No. At all. Like, they missed so many shots. They shot 38%, 11 of 39 from three. Terrence Davis was four of 16, two of 10 from three. Davion was 2 of 13, 1 of 6 from 3. Keegan, 4 of 13, 1 of 5 from 3. So, yeah, the shooting numbers were not pretty at all for Sacramento in this one. But it's kind of crazy. They had 24 assists on those 38 makes. So, even though they could not hit shit tonight, 24 assists on that is pretty good for this group. Well, it was really in that second quarter. That's true. Beginning of that second quarter. And Steve Kerr called an early timeout because... The ball movement just started becoming crisp. You saw guys slashing through the paint, running through their actions, like actually running through them and then making the best pass and then finally shooting a three off of whatever action that they were running. And it just looked way better. And I just love the way that they, they kept trying to play a lot more disciplined basketball. It's crazy, the points in the paint tonight. It was 46-44 Sacramento, um, but Golden State was 22 of 33. Sacramento is 23 of 47. Mm. They missed a lot of easy looks. Um, so that was, you know, that was the wrap. Uh, the, the Warriors also played without Jordan Poole today, Morgan, right? He has, he's, he has points. 
Oh, he did. Uh, okay, my bad. He did have eight points. Uh, that's so messed up. Like, what I had to say about a player the other day, come here, that's mean. I I misread the box no, score. No, you didn't, because you said something like this before the show started. Uh, Jordan Poole was 0 for 10, 0 for 6 from 3. <laughs> Why are you being so petty? No. I just, I, I was stunned by it. Morgan, you, you act like I'm making the people laugh. They were laughing at the, me reading the stat. I don't. At the push of a button. Oh, for 10. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Real thoughts on go, from a Golden State perspective tonight. Yeah. So Golden State obviously needs to win this game. Um, they don't want to be in a position where they fell to like eighth. I think that was a possibility before tonight. Now wow. they're going to finish in the top six. I believe that's still oh my God. the situation. Although it's a really weird situation. So I actually, I don't know that that's true. Here's what I do know. If Golden State wins their next game and the Clippers win their next two, Golden State's in six. Okay. If Golden State wins their next game and the Clippers lose one, they're in fifth. Whoa. There's some other scenarios at play. I'm not going to go over all of them because the NBA is going to put out some updated ones. I don't want to mess anything up. So a lot of things are still in flux. The Warriors needed to win this game tonight, and they came out ready to go. Clay was awesome for them. He had 29 points on 5 of 8 from 3, 11 of 19 overall. Steph Curry had 25 points, 8 of 14, 3 of 7 from 3. This is the team I don't want to see in the first round for a few reasons, yeah. for sure. But the one thing I'll say about Golden State that has hurt them big time this year has been turnovers. Oh, yeah. Especially in the beginning of that game. But the Kings weren't scoring off the turnovers. Know, but that's the thing. Yeah. This Kings team wasn't scoring off the turnovers. True. Golden State had 24 turnovers in this game tonight. Too sloppy. It only turned into 17 points for the Kings. You do that against De'Aaron Fox? With Herter out there, Malik Monk, guys pushing the ball, getting out. We know how good the Kings are in transition, especially off turnovers. They could make the Warriors pay with mistakes. And that's the one area where I think Golden State has a tremendous weakness this year where they they just don't take care of the ball enough. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's fair. And it's like, how are you going to capitalize off those mistakes? And how many times have year after year have we talked about teams that go up against the Golden State Warriors? You have to play a perfect basketball game. If you're not playing a perfect basketball game, they will capitalize on that. Well, we're starting to see where they're breaking down, where their roster has changed and personnel has changed. And they make a lot of those mistakes, just like you're talking about. They're not as crisp and precise. So take advantage of it. Um, obviously, this Kings team tonight didn't take advantage of that. But like you said, it's something very doable for the starters. What's... Do you think Warriors fans are feeling... I mean, I guess they end up winning 119 to 97, but this game was close a few times in a game they had to win. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You, How did you... Okay, I don't know about you guys watching yeah. the game, but I felt, I felt pretty good. Like, watching this team tonight, the Golden State Warriors, I was like, ah, oh, they really are beatable. Again, not to say that different things don't happen in the postseason. You turn on a different level, different type of physicality. They have the experience. I get all that. But you see it, and you just, there's a little bit more belief. There's a little less fear. And 
I don't know what it is. Maybe because this King squad didn't have any other guys and they're shooting like crap and uh, still found a way to keep it close. But I don't know. Maybe it's Mike Brown and his ability to coach. Now, I'll say this. I think... You know, we, we talked about this the other day when the Kings lost a home game to the Spurs. Yeah, Still yeah, hard yeah. to believe. Like, yeah, you know, I'm sure Golden State's looking at Sacramento today going, they're missing those guys. We're cool. Mm. They're not playing with that same type of edge. Like, you know what I mean? That, yeah. That, that's maybe not the same level of focus. But I'll tell you what, there is one instance late in this game when Poole missed another shot. Warriors call timeout. Poole is struggling. He goes back to the bench. Him, him and one of the assistants from behind the bench were going at it, yelling at each other. You saw this? Yes. Whoa. And then Iguodala came over to talk to Jordan Poole and kind of, you know, calm things down. But, you know, the vibes have been a little weird this year with them. The, the thing that you have to remember, and this is why I don't want to face Golden State, is like, one, yeah, they understand the moment. And although they have flaws and all that stuff, they're getting Wiggins back. I don't know exactly when he's going to get back. Sure. And is he going to be the Wiggins we saw? Well, probably not. It's going to take him some time, but I know he can defend. You know, and he's played really well against Sacramento earlier this year. They, they played, what, three times in the first 12 games. He put up some nice numbers. He can defend. You have GP2 is back. You know, GP2, I felt like he had a couple of nice strips tonight. He ends up having two blocks in the game. Um, I think, I thought he got, Keegan once on a strip on a drive to the basket, but what he can bring off the bench, what DiVincenzo can bring as a defender, they've got some guys you could throw out there to defend Kaminga. And then you add in, oh, you got Steph and you've got Clay. I just think they're coming together at the perfect time. And it's a team I just wouldn't rather not see in the first sure. round. I'm not saying I they're not no, no, beatable, no. but I'd rather pass on. I, and I'm, I'm with you even after seeing them. Tonight, I know I have less fear, more faith in the Kings and their ability to, um, to, to perform well against the Golden State Warriors. But I still, I, I still don't want to mess with that experience. And with the Kings, there's just so much of the unknown. What are they as a postseason team? Do they step up their physicality? I don't doubt it again because I think Mike Brown not only has the experience as um, a coach at that level, right, in deep postseason runs, but he's shown us game after game that he can bring that out of guys in season adjustments. So, and no, truly, and it gives me that that hope and that that belief that even in a playoff run, he could make those between game adjustments if the Kings were to fall apart after game one or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's the one thing about the Kings going into the playoffs. I'm super confident with the coaching staff because they've been through these series before. Yeah. Mike Brown literally was, you know, he was being the head coach of the Warriors at times last year when Steve Kerr missed time with COVID. Like he was coaching this team. Correct. And he coordinated the Warriors defense who did some great things against the Mavs in the conference finals against the Celtics in the NBA finals. And of course won the NBA championship. What do you think tonight of them deciding to sit those guys? Cause I, I thought earlier in the week, I was like, dude, Friday night, I said, go play your guys. I know you get it. Some stuff on tape. Maybe you see some stuff. 
you don't play your guys tonight and people want to say, oh, it's rest. I think it's more like, hey, we have the number three seed. Let's no. not risk any injury. No. We do not want to lose any of these no. guys because we lose one of these. If we lose a Sabonis or Fox, say bye-bye. We're done fast. Sure. Let, let's preserve this. So I'm cool with that. What do you think about them deciding to sit those guys? Well, you know how I felt. I wanted them to try and still go for 50, right? Just because I think they, they have that competitive fire in them. And I also do believe that, I mean, this, I mean, it's fact you can roll out of bed and get injured, but if you can minimize that injury risk, then you got to do it. And on top of that, not only do you have to do it because of that reason, you have to do it because of optics. If one of these guys got hurt in a game, you're going to hear it from everyone. Why did this coaching staff, why did this organization let these guys play where at least if it's at practice, there's a little bit more understanding if something were to ever go wrong knock on wood um but yeah I, so i i think for the kings not to play these guys tonight it wasn't super surprising either um i'm fine with it i think just from a competitive standpoint you and i loving to watch basketball in full speed full everything didn't get to see that tonight but at the same time you still had some good moments from these guys. I know Mike Brown was asked about after the game, can you take anything from a game like this? He goes, well, I mean, they're running their stuff. Like, we can see them. Yeah. And that helps us for what lies ahead, mm -hmm. potentially with a matchup in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt bad for some of the fans who bought tickets. A lot of Warriors fans there tonight. Yeah. I'm just, I think some Kings fans went, you know what, I can make some coin. It was an expensive ticket, a Friday night game against the Warriors. A lot of Warriors fans there. I don't think there would be as many come playoff time. I just don't think. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, uh, tickets are cheaper at Chase Center yeah. for the playoffs compared to Sacramento right now. To get in the game one for the for the Kings series, I mean, if you go on StubHub right now where the resale market's kind of crazy, you go on StubHub for game one. Okay, so it's cheapest ticket to get in is $484. Whoa. That's for two tickets, and that's, like, way upper level. That's that's to get in. You, well, want, you want a lower level seat? 106 row R near the top. That's I sit at the top of 106 next to G-Man, Jason Ross, Henry Turner, in the radio booth. We're at 106. They're selling tickets, 106 row R, for just under $2,000 on StubHub right now. Okay, here, do this, Kings fans. If... You can yeah. go purchase um, Chase Center tickets and then resell those. Oh, Make your money. It's actually a great gamble. Yes. I, I would go buy tickets on StubHub for Warriors home game playoff games yeah. in the first round. Because you get them. They're going to be cheaper than go once if you have the money. And then if they don't play, they're maybe playing the Suns. And that means KD versus Golden State. You can make some extra money off make those. That coin. Yeah. Make that coin. Make that do coin it off those Before they know warriors. the op opponent. Yeah. Should we do that? Might think about it. Is that a good investment? You I mean, might we're have pushing to think it out about it. that yeah. it is. Um, the, the poll question I put out there, too, for the YouTube people tonight, who do you want to see in the first round? The options I put down are some of the options that the NBA had today as potential opponents for Sacramento. Left one off Minnesota, but... Going into today, Warriors, Clippers, Pelicans, Lakers. Right now, 33% of people say the Clippers. 31% say the Warriors. 25% say the Pelicans. And a surprising 12% say the Lakers. I 
Oh, so okay. People still. Why do people want the Warriors in the first round? People still afraid of LeBron James. That's fine. I think when you look at the Clippers, you look at how they play a lot of ISO ball, and you think about some of your individual defenders, and can you put that resistance, that perimeter pressure on, and not just depend on your second line of defense, your help defense, uh, to clean up whatever maybe doesn't happen from the perimeter. But then you look at a team like the Warriors. They weren't playing their best tonight when they are playing their best and when they are crisp and when they are physical and everyone's just on the same page. It's scary. Good. Scary. Good. And not to say that the Kings offense can't do the same thing, but what can the Kings defense do, especially on their home floor? Let's get to some of the comments in there uh, talking about potential playoff matchups and by, and, by the way, Gerardo just mentioned I paid 970 bucks for two upper-level tickets today. Okay. Hey, Mr. Moneybags. Okay, Gerardo. Okay, I'll see you. Uh, Tim says, I want the Lakers in the conference finals. Um, Boo says, we can beat any of those bombs. <laughs> to be the man, you have to beat the man, says Force Ghost Fabio. Oh, yeah. Uh, ben, are Deuce and Mo going to be at the playoff games? Yes, we will. Yes, we yes, will. We will. Um, Steve actually brings up a legitimate point. He says, I think the Warriors are an aging dynasty. Darren has a, a robot thing on his shoulder. What's... Okay, I don't know where that went. I I, I went with the aging dynasty. I have no Go idea. Go back to that line. Yeah, then. I don't know what he's talking about the next line. Why did I read that? I don't know. So, I think yeah. Warriors are going uh, a aging dynasty. And I think when you talk about that, Deuce, that's something that you and I have also discussed how cool would it be if the Kings were to take on the Warriors and it's like slowly you're starting to see it's the beginning of the end for the Warriors, but mm. the Kings just shoved it to them. Well, cool. what do you think Clay Thompson feels about a potential Kings Warriors series? I don't know. Here's what Clay Thompson said after the Warriors win. What would a Sacramento Kings uh, Warriors matchup look like in the playoff game? That'd be amazing. I, I, I don't know when that's ever happened. Has it happened? No. Yeah, that'd be special for the northern california i mean king's got great fans we got great fans mike b's got them boys playing together and hard and um that'd be really cool just for northern california um which is a basketball hotbed at the moment and it would be nice for the travel that would be very nice <laughs> and that's true i mean when you really look at how it lays out if the there's a possibility that the Kings' path, let's say, to the conference finals, if it played out perfect, mm -hmm. they would not have to leave California. Yeah. I mean, that goes for the Warriors, too. Yeah, yeah. But think about that benefit. When you have all four California teams in the playoffs, that's got to be a huge advantage. It's, yeah, that's got to be a huge advantage. I, I love that he you know was talking about that, but I also loved the way what made me excited about what he said not only the would mike that be brown part huh? well the mike brown part but it's you have a team that would only respect the hell out of another team two teams that respect the hell out of each other things get competitive on a beautiful level right and chippiness doesn't go usually past the limit of where it needs to go so yeah i would like this matchup for many of those sentimental reasons as a basketball fan, but as like a Kings fan, it's still something that is a little scary. It's definitely scary. It's not, 
like you can't beat them, but it's scary. Of course, it's it's your first playoff series. You're you're going against Scared. the defending champions. But if you beat the defending champions, uh, you're the one that ends the Warriors' run. It'd feel pretty magical. Uh, Chimeze Metsu got a podium game tonight. I know. Um, Chimeze had a slow start and a much better second half. Give him credit. He ends up leading the Kings in scoring. Is that correct? Right? Yeah. 15 points. Well, he and Lyles had 15 apiece. Uh, here's what Chemeze Metu said about potentially taking on the Golden State Warriors in the first round. How do you guys look at the Warriors as a potential first-round playoff opponent and, and um, potentially other teams that, that you might face? Yeah, um, I mean, they're, uh, they're the defending champs. It's going to be tough to, uh, uh, you know, go in there toe-to-toe, but we're going to go in there and we're, we're going to, um, you know, attack it head-on. Uh, we're not scared of them. We're not scared of anybody, you know, one through eight. So, uh, yeah, we're just going to go in there. We we, uh, we feel like we, when we're at full health, we can we can go in there and beat them. Um, so uh, that's what we're going to do. Dude, Chemezi was the guy that it's on a, a post-game show said when asked, what's the ceiling? And he was like, championship. Like, with – no hesitation. And I remember I giggled a little like, what? No, is he serious? And he's totally serious because their mentality is that. it's You're not scared of it. It's not just them speaking it and putting it out there. It's truly what they're all about as a team. And I dig the hell out of it. Yeah, you have to have that mindset. And I think Mike Brown's put it in them. That That's put that mindset in them. I... <laughs> Shut up, Morgan. I just I just thought you were gonna say something. Or the chat. See, this is what I, I hate is I have to guard myself from the chat as something so immature and stupid. Why do you laugh at that? It's so aggressive and gross. <laughs> well, I, he's instilled that mindset it, into his team. <laughs> oh my god, I love being immature. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I like you gotta have that confidence. They played hard tonight. I know they have to have that confidence, but it's different. It's not cockiness. No, it and that's one thing. But also, when you hear it from some players, it, I mean, athletes anywhere in any league, and you're like, oh, they're just saying this to like <coughs> pump themselves up. Where you hear it from other athletes, and it's like, oh no, no, the belief is there. Like they have one standard, and they believe like that is all. And that is the that is the thing that they're going to follow, and that's how I feel when these guys talk. Chat, just stop, man. You guys just stop. One one guy that we were talking about earlier today, because I think so much gets made about the Warriors' size, right? They're so, are they big enough? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. 
If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Dude, Looney brings it. Looney had 13 rebounds in the first half. He had 16 rebounds, seven assists in the game. You know, Draymond's got that bite that dog yep. in him to get after it and get the rebounds to Curry had seven today. He does a good job. DiVincenzo does a great job cl- crashing the glass. So I don't know. The Warriors are going to be tough no matter what. And uh, look, if that was a matchup, bring it. I love it. Let's, let, let's see what it looks like. I would love to see how the Kings would handle that type of environment, not only on the road, Oof. but the Warriors fans in the building there and just going up against the defending champs, Mike Brown taking on his former team. It would be great. I'm, yeah, I'm, you're getting me amped. Also, no matchup is going to be easy. No. They're, Breaking news. It's just not. It doesn't matter which one you pick. Especially, oh, that was one thing I really uh, quick wanted to say too was because when you were talking about the scenarios for the Warriors, I was going to ask, have we ever seen the an, a, a conference in the NBA be this? insanely close with uh, everybody and everybody bunched up all the way up until the last game of the regular season? No, because I'm okay. refreshing the standings here. It, no, I would say it's beyond rare okay. that we are here with two days left in the NBA season. And when you look at the NBA standings in the West, only four teams have clinched a playoff spot. Dude, and this is the season that the Sacramento Kings clinch a playoff spot oh and God. break the curse that makes it even more special and that's what was so kind of bizarre about tonight's game was that it was game 81 and usually around game 81 we're used to lineups like this sure. but it's because the season is over mm-hmm. whatever okay they shut down the guys no it's the playoffs and that's why I like watching this tonight i'm like i'm actually not bugged it's we got more Good. basketball i'm coming back here for a a real home playoff game hell yeah next week hell yeah all right, let's uh, check in with our buddy, everybody's buddy, everybody's favorite. He's Aww. the one and only Nick. Nick is outside right now. What's up, Nick? Hi, Duzamo. How are you? Good. Good. What's going on? What are you looking at uh, out there? What's outside, man? Well, I just want to say that I know we lost tonight, but, you know, we didn't play with the row. Yeah, you know, but they were sitting out so many of their guys. It doesn't matter that if we lose. It doesn't matter if we win. It doesn't matter. Okay. But, you know, the guys are resting. It's playoffs. I'll be outside watching the playoffs at Doko. So, you know, 
you'll be seeing me outside. You'll be seeing me sitting outside watching the games on the big screens, and we'll be doing Discord. That's so great. I'm sure we'll hear you even Nick, from the outside. Yeah. Nick, what are you doing right now? What, what's going on? Where are you at? Uh, I was just outside. Yeah, just walking around? Yeah, but, you know, I want to say that, you know, the Kings, I want to say the Kings, need. Uh, I think they're going to win Sunday. If they win Sunday, they play Denver. Denver's in the first place. You know, if we lose, we lose. What's, uh, did you have ice cream tonight? No, I had no, I didn't. What, what, what kind of have? chocolate you, did you have? Yeah, what did you have? What's on your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I get caught every time. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why, Nick. I don't know how we catch you every time. You literally—it hey, you looks know, like you I, took a chocolate bar and just smeared it on your face. What did you eat, Nick? <laughs> Don't avoid the question and tell what us what you ate. Did you eat? <laughs> it was cake. Oh, yeah. Why do you have cake tonight, man? Because I did. Wait, just randomly? You was it for someone's birthday? No. I, I, you. That's a Friday night. You dude. are amazing. That's a Friday night. You are amazing. Well, well, you, you don't. I, I like that, Nick. You don't need a reason to have cake. What? Nope. Why not have a piece of cake? It's a Friday know? night. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Hey, but, you know, I do want to say that, you know, I just hope that we win on Sunday. But, you know, it's the playoffs on 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 the 15th. I will be I will be at Gorman Center right on the 15th. Join me. Join me live outside. You know, we're, we're going to be doing pregame on Facebook Live. We're going to be doing post. We'll do pregame live. We'll talk about the games. But the playoffs, so, you know, we'll do pregame live. Oh, wow. Okay, you're hosting. You're doing some hosting out there. Okay, that's good to know. The game might be on the 16th, though, Nick, so just be prepared. 15th or 16th at this point. Yeah, and Zeus Mason will be working there. And, Morgan, are you going to be doing pregame live? I will be doing something with NBC Sports California. So stay tuned All right, for Morgan well Reagan. And, and I can't talk to Morgan Reagan where she's working because She's working. Yeah, good, good job. job, Nick. Good job, Nick. Uh, any other things you need to say tonight? I, I did hear that you guys left. Why did you guys leave? <laughs> why did you guys leave Sacktown Sports? <laughs> why, why do you think? Because you guys got your podcast, and you yeah. guys got the Start the Kings broadcasting, and it's just too exhausting for you guys. Yeah, there yeah, you Yeah, so go. you knew the answer. How do you know that? Because you were probably... It was your guys' choice to leave Sacktown Sports. And I, I enjoy calling you guys in. And, you know, I enjoy having Jerry Reynolds hear me say, why not? Aww. Why not? All right, Nick. Well, uh, go go enjoy the rest of your night. What are you doing the rest of the night? Uh, probably going to relax. You know, the Kings. <laughs> uh, I'm glad the Kings are in the playoffs. All right. Hell all right. yeah. Sleep. And I started, I started track and field with Special Olympics. Oh, uh, so fun. You better start training harder because I'll tell you what, Nick. If you go one-on-one -on -one with me i am toasting you you're not nearly you're as fast soft. as me you have not even do you want to race nick oh i would you could beat him right now you nick. could beat. you think you could beat me in the race nick say that with your chest you think you could beat me with in a race i could beat you in the race whoa okay we're gonna definitely have this All right, race nick. sleep beans did you say oh. hey did you guys did you watch race the media over the weekend dude i did i did i did we, we Oh, we want to talk about John Cena was in the was in the wrestling match on Saturday. I got to watch it. Oh my gosh, John Cena, he looked fantastic out there. Yeah. Roman, and you want to talk about Sunday? Roman Reigns. 
Well, you say Cena looked fantastic. He lost. He's a bum. Austin Theory beat him. Ro, did you did you enjoy seeing Roman Reigns? Okay, get out of here, you two. All right, sleep, All right. Beams. sleep beams, Nick. There's no beam tonight. Okay, okay. sleep dreams. <laughs> There's no beam tonight. Oh, man. That, was All a, right. that was a good Nick one. That was a great Nick one. He's so great. <laughs> I love that he hints. I'll be outside of Doko uh, watching the game. Yeah, I, I just love that he was just like. I'm going to have a piece of cake tonight. I am so jealous of him just being like, that's just a normal Friday night thing to do. You know, it really, it can be too. It's like, there's not a lot of places you can go for a slice of cake, but you know, like Safeway or something like that, you could find a random piece of cake in like one of those plastic things. I had, I feel like I need to give Rick's dessert diner one more chance. And I'm not because look, it's you been need around, an ice cream Sunday. It's been around a long time. Believe it or not, I've had it one time in my life and it was before a trip to New York for NBA, NBA broadcast, broadcast meetings. And we were flying a red eye to New York. And so I go there. I'm the flight excited. was delayed. Yeah, I'm like, let's, let's go to Rick. I've never been there. Let me get a little fun Fetty. And the cake was dry. dry. You can't give me if your place is Rick's dessert. Diner. I can't have dry cake. And maybe well, it's just a bad. I'm going to give him benefit of the doubt. And the cakes are so good looking. Oh. So like sexy. the presentation is beautiful, but man, yeah. that was the driest cake I've ever had. Okay. Getting some bad feedback on, on the chat. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Ice cream over the cake. I, yeah. Yeah. I agree. We have more to talk about before we wrap things up tonight. We do need to quickly mention that. We're brought to you by our buddy Sean Stanfield over at rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. If you're looking to purchase a house, if you're looking to possibly refinance, does it make sense for you? Hit our guy up. Sean Stanfield's a great guy. We've known him for a long, long time. He's helped many of our podcast listeners, whether it's refinance or find their dream home. So go to his website, rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. Or give him a call, 916-276-7563. You can also text him at that same number, 916-276-7563. He's a big Kings fan. You can call him, talk some Kings, and talk about refinancing, whatever you want. 916-276-7563. That's equal housing lender, subject to credit approval. NMLS ID number 349707. Company NMLS ID number 2611. Thanks so much to our friends at... Guaranteed. Great. Guaranteed. Hey! Speaking of guaranteed rate, Morgan, what about Charles Barkley? You mean guaranteed. That's what I meant. I know. You know what you I meant. You just threw the rate in there. And I completely, you know what's funny is even when this was tweeted at us, what Charles Barkley had to say, because he screamed guaranteed, everyone was tweeting rate. Right. <laughs> For those who missed it, uh, Chuck last night on uh, TNT on the pregame, was talking about the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings are going to win a playoff series. Guaranteed. I mean, if you're the number three seed. Or no, three no, no, no. They're they going to be playing the Warriors or the Lakers. That okay. was, that's a tough first-round series. Okay. They're they, they going to win a so series. I just want a day where TNT's covering the Western Conference Finals, and it's in Sacramento, because then those guys would be in town. Shout out to Chuck for showing some love to Sacramento. And Kenny, I don't know what you're saying, dude. 
Well, you're number three. You should should win. It's the West this year. Yeah, that there's no series the Kings should win. They should beat this team. I don't know about that. Oh, that's what he was saying. Yeah. Oh wow, I totally did not know that's what he was saying. I thought he was being disrespectful about the Kings. Um, yeah, no, there's no. I mean, and, and it's the NBA, and we've seen how postseason basketball goes. <laughs> shouldn't just matter what seed they are and it's like they should but if you did look at track record of um division champions and what their record is uh getting past the first round of playoffs it's pretty good it's pretty good so you would hope that that would be the case but at the same time i just feel like this year is so different than any other uh, we do have a warriors fan here tonight okay so give them some uh, support. Yeah. I just want to congratulate the Warriors on, on their massive win. It was just an inspiring performance. And I get why Curry fanboy would type, Deuce, I seen you in TV at the Kings game tonight. You didn't look so happy watching your team get beat by 20. That's funny. Kitty emojis crying. That's funny. No, you know, it was crazy. Um, Curry fanboy. I was just chilling because I was sitting back, relaxing, understanding that the Sacramento Kings have clinched a spot. Imagine two games left in a season and you haven't clinched a playoff spot. Imagine having to come to Sacramento and win and meeting. You needed to win. You needed to come to Sacramento and beat the Kings tonight. And, uh, you know, major congratulations for beating a team Missing two all-stars. Give it, I mean, two all-NBA players. One of the premier three-point weapons in the NBA in Kevin Herter. 40% from three. Oh, uh, over 200 made threes. And one of the candidates for six man of the year, Malik Monk. I mean, you deserve so much flowers. I was seething in my seat as I was chilling because it didn't matter to us. You know, it's funny. And you're a casual. Just like most of those Warriors fans in the building were casuals. I'm glad he brought this up, Morgan. Oh, he didn't didn't bring this this up. No, no. You're bringing this up. He brought it up by typing in here, Curry fan. I like Curry fan. No, I don't. Because the Warriors fan, the true Warriors fans, if you're at the game. Yeah. You know what they should have been doing? What, What, Deuce? What's your rule? What should they have been doing? If you're the Golden State Warriors, you're used to winning championships, right? Not yeah, one, they can just flash their fingers. Four, right. four championships. Yeah. Lo- respect them. Yeah. Some of their fans at Golden One Center were dancing. They are dead. Oh, a clay three dancing as What's if they just that? clinched game seven of the NBA finals. No, 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 no. no, no. no understand the moment. You're in somebody else's house. I've said this before. You're in somebody else's house. Clap, but act like you've been there before. Apparently, you haven't because you're probably a bandwagoner. Because OG Warriors fans, they remember Bob Sura. They remember Brian Cardinal. They remember the OGs. They remember Spreewell choking Carlissimo. They don't just go back to the We Believe team. They don't just go back to, I remember when Steph was in his fourth year. Mm. No. We do not feel the same on this. I love um, fans showing joy at all times, um, especially right now being a Kings fan and celebrating all of the little moments. And I hope Kings fans 
will celebrate all of the little moments, even when they're winning championships. But the fact is, that's just not usually what happens. But I love that those fans were dancing. I love that whatever his name is, Curry, Curry fanboy, fanboy, brought that up. Love it all. I, I'm friends with real Warriors fans. Curry fanboy, not bad. Because <laughs> a real Warriors fan's not coming into... A Kings Warriors post game night chat on a Friday night Why after the, th- this Warriors stomped out Kings players that don't even play normally. I appreciate your joy for coming in here and I appreciate your joy at the game. Don't also, again. He probably doesn't even know Harrison Barnes used to be on the Warriors. That's he probably fine. Doesn't even know that. That's fine. That's how new he is. He's probably like 15 years old. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like, what are you That's doing? That's why when I think it happens to me when I used to play Warzone a lot, where I get so mad sometimes that something that happens in the game, and then you you know you hear the kid, yeah. the guy, it's like a 10 year old. You're like, man, this 10 year old just is owning me. <laughs> and like, <laughs> why am I mad? Because in my head, I'm playing against people that are like my age. Right. I I visualize and like. Mean people. And even if, even if he was a 50-year-old man named Curry Fanboy, like, do you see that it's still a very childish thing, a conversation? Was that childish? On both parts, yes. That was You were like, you were like, what is it? Like dropping a promo on him. Yeah, because sometimes... Even if he is young, you have to educate the youth. No, and, and whatever, wherever this spin job is going is also stupid. Stop it. Just JJ stop says, it. nah, deuce is valid. Thank you. Oh, get out Thank of here. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you to Player's Choice who donated 50 euros. euros? Let me see. Saying, deuce and I have a crystal ball. I see the future. Hopefully it comes to fruition. Let's talk soon. XOXO. Player's Choice. Light the beam. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Just so I know. Okay, Curry fanboy just won his one yeah. rebuttal. Just said, "Don't question my fandom. I witnessed LeBron make the greatest comeback of all time against my team, buddy." Again, I, Curry. Here's what I'm gonna ask you, Curry he fanboy. I need to know how old you are. <laughs> yeah, I need stop. I need to know how old stop. you are. Stop. He could be a fan since he was born, dude. <laughs> like, what is this? Well, then he's gotta learn not to. No, do no, this. no. You gotta learn to not even care. I would like to say. um Thank you to Michael and Todd, Brad, all the people in the chat who are showing support of me tonight. Because last night, chat, I didn't feel that. Everyone hopped on me after the Luca thing. And I I, I needed this from you And then tonight. I felt the wrath of it. Yeah. I did. got the wrath. All right, uh, Morgan, a couple of other things we need to talk about. The yeah. Kings' next game, Sunday against Denver there Nuggets. The Nuggets sat their entire team entire team all their starters against the suns <laughs> last night and they were in the game they made it competitive and the suns are playing their starters it was a really competitive effort bruce brown had some nice moments of course you have christian brown the rookie who looked pretty good at times too i imagine we're going to see kind of the same thing from both teams and i i don't know if the kings will rest more players but it's a final game i can't imagine that Either team is going to be playing guys. At do, you, all. do you think Harrison Barnes gets to start? Just you know, Harrison Barnes probably wants to play. He wants to get to 82 games, which, I, you know what? I respect that. Yeah. No, I totally respect him. He's like one of the hardest workers. And I just think uh, his grind is super, talk about inspiring, just super professional all the time. But yeah, I don't have 
many expectations for Sunday's game except to wrap up the season the right way. And I think the right way is whoever the hell is out there is playing competitive basketball, you know, not just going through the motions. And I don't think anyone on a Mike Brown team is capable of doing anything less. Okay. Well, I, what, what were you just looking at me for? No, I was saying, and, and no, do you what like were you doing? I was like, were you listening to me? I was, you expect a Mike Brown P- team to go out there and compete. doesn't matter who's out there. Okay. And they did that tonight. They did. I respect that. I did too. We do need to, Talk about the Dallas Mavericks, Morgan. Okay. I've been waiting for this moment. I'm and it's kind of ironic. That you're wearing black? That I'm wearing black today. Almost like I knew. Almost like you knew. The Dallas Mavericks are not going to the NBA playoffs. They have officially been eliminated with their loss tonight to the Chicago Bulls. They are 38 and 43. No, it's not that they didn't make the plan they didn't make the plan they didn't make the playoffs they're eliminated. eliminated they are done and honestly morgan before we joke around about it really surprised <laughs> by what happened they sat Kyrie. Uh-huh. they sat tim hardaway josh green maxi kleba and christian wood they announced that this morning kids said earlier in the day we were fighting for our lives and understanding this is a situation we're in but the organization has made the decision to change so, you know, we have to go by that. And that's just something that happened. So you, the, the guys that are playing, we got to go out there and put our best foot forward. And we talked about that this afternoon. And the guys that are playing are going to go out there and try to win. You got to be pros. You can't cheat the game. Kid said it was not so much waving the white flag. It's decisions sometimes are hard in the business. We're trying to build a championship team with the decision. This is maybe a step back, but hopefully it leads to going, uh, leads it. Hopefully, it leads to going forward, if I could spit that out. Luca was questionable headed into the game. He would only play in the first quarter. He got pulled early in the second quarter and did not return, and he did not talk to the media after the game. Um, hmm. <laughs> I am really, really surprised that they did this, and what a failure of a season for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, a failure is like an understatement, right? You, you think about now one spin on a positive. And I know there's Warriors fans in there, but let's talk Mavs right now. And one thing that is positive, Luca's young, right? It's not like you're like, oh man, you wasted one of his great years. If anything, Deuce, he gets to learn from this. He gets to experience failure and understand what it's going to take to never feel that again, right? And um, when you look at the entire organization, though, from the screw-ups of Porzingis, Brunson, and then trading away your depth and defense for Kyrie Irving, who's going to be a free agent, there's just like a what-the-F kind of feeling going on, and I'm sure... Luca is feeling that too. It's wild. The expectations before the season. I was being really petty uh, a little bit ago, and I was searching Twitter for Luca MVP twenty twenty three NBA Finals, and I found some tweets. This person Marie said Luca MVP, All NBA First Team, Conference Finals MVP, NBA 
Finals MVP. How about this guy in November? I'll say it again. The Mavs will win the 2023 NBA Finals, and Luka will win the regular season and the Finals MVP. You know how bad it took me? It took a lot for me not to retweet some of these tonight. Why? I'm glad. Just to be petty. I'm Just glad to be that you're... so petty. Luka, 2023 Finals MVP. Book it. God, we are such opposite people. Book it. I feel like even uncomfortable showing these people in their awful takes. But then again, I, I sit on the fence. I don't have these hot takes, but these are they're fans. They're fans. Most of those people are fans. Uh, in all seriousness, I'm very interested in seeing what the Mavs do this offseason because what's what's the move? Okay, so you re-sign Kyrie. What does that look like going forward, right? Like, what is he going to buy in the whole time? I know how talented he is, but then how do you put a team around Luca and Kyrie? Also, what's Luca's level of engagement? Is he totally bought into what the Mavs have done? How pissed is he tonight? I'm sorry. As a player, if I'm Luca, I'm like, I want to play tonight. And yeah. I want to play our guys because you just let us beat Sacramento the other night to give us hope that maybe we can get in and you get into the plane. Anything can happen. We saw it last year with the Pelicans. Yep. Right? Yep. Like anything can happen. You just don't know. And it, with players like Luca and Kyrie, you get in the play and maybe you get a playoff series. And who knows what could, players get hurt? Things happen. Things happen. And I would be beyond irritated. Now, also, the other thing with Luca that we've talked about a lot this season has just been what is he going to do to reflect on how to get better? just every aspect of his game. Right. And he's a talented player, but is he a team player? Does playing with, does he make others around him better? I saw Jalen Brunson thrive and Jalen Brunson's getting ready for the playoffs, it, leading a playoff team. It's, you know, but this is one thing I'll say about that though, Deuce. It's not just going to take Luca altering his mindset it's going to take a coaching staff to teaching him how to play basketball with the team now when i say that it's it's hard to say because it sounds like oh is he selfish no he can create for others but i think the whole ball stopping and ISO and then find the open player those things just aren't going to cut it you got to start running some different actions off him or shoving whatever, whoever in the pick and roll and having some flex cuts or just some easy fundamental things that a smart player like Luca can capitalize Especially on. with his skill. Yes. Like he's got the ability to do that. But then the other thing yes. is he needs to take the game more serious. And, you know, when you have the expectations of being a franchise guy and a guy who is constantly in the MVP talk mm -hmm. before seasons and does what he does, you need to take more pride in being in shape. Yeah. You just have to. Yeah. And, you know, and it, people take that the wrong way. I'm not saying he needs to start looking like David Robinson or Giannis, okay? No, but just be in a good condition where we've seen it, actually. First couple of years in the league. But he looked heavier this year. And oh, that yeah. impacts his game. There's no doubt it impacts his game. Defensively, he's not locked in. He's complaining too much to the officials. It's crazy for how good he is, 
how many flaws he has, which should be frightening for the rest of the league because if this guy figures it, it out, that's it. It's over. It's all over if he figures that. And that's why so many people have the most confidence in him. And I just think about, dude, you look at like average Joes like me and you and what, yeah. I, I'm not an average Joe, but what, go ahead. What going to the gym and working out could do not only for our physical health, but our mental health. Like think about what it does for a a top athlete in the world like Luka Doncic not only for what he can do physically out there on the floor but even for him mentally what he could achieve you're just in a better place you have a problem with him not talking to the media tonight I don't you know here here's my issue is that how many times have we given guys shit like are you a leader are you sometimes I don't think we we view Luka as a leader and maybe that's why we don't see it as like, like he could be a leader through his game, but maybe he's not your emotional leader. Maybe, I don't know. Here's how I, I look know. at it though. He didn't play the entire game. He played the first quarter, got pulled, and his team got eliminated tonight. He's going to talk to the media at some point. Okay. He I'm just, I'm just throwing I, I'm that out there. I'm fine with him not doing it tonight. Okay. I mean, it's, you know, De'Aaron Fox didn't talk to the media tonight. Like, Well, I, no, that's, that's different though to me. Well, like, because he, totally was not even suited up to yeah, play. But Luca played a few minutes and that was the plan from the get. Okay. No, no. Then that's fine. That's I, so I don't have that big of a problem. That's fine. No, and that's what I'm when I am discussing it with you, I'm not like saying like you're not a leader if you don't go talk, but I'm just giving that that um outlook. Right? I mean, that's how we talk about athletes and um there's just a lot there. So Kings have one more game to go. It's hard to believe that after Sunday, we're going to know who the Kings are playing in the playoffs, and then our playoff coverage starts. We're going to be live, of course, after every playoff game for night chats. Even have some content. playing games. We're going to be live a lot Yeah, at night that, next week. We were obviously hinting that throughout this time, like, hey, guys, we're going to be live yeah. a lot coming up. Yeah, like it's, it's going to be a busy time, so it's going to be fun. It's just going to be great, like talking about the different matchups and how things can work out. I'm going to be fascinated by like the adjustments from game one to game two, the emotions that come to play. And I'm just curious. I think you mentioned this earlier, like how how does Deer and Fox handle the playoffs? You know, how, how do the Kings handle physicality? How it's it? I think that some of these things will be really eye opening, and if one guy has a bad game if Keegan Murray isn't your X factor and doesn't look like the way you want him to look. Don't give up that the next game he won't make those adjustments. You know, I think that's something that we've learned about this team is that they're really good at being receptive to however they're being coached. And um, you have the right coaches to teach these guys how to play the right way in a postseason. Who do you want? First round, ideal matchup. Who do you want? I honestly, yeah, I don't care. You don't care. I'm to that point of like, I don't care. Like, let's go. I everyone's gonna be tough. Everyone's gonna have their different things, whether it's length, star players, um, team basketball, ISO ball. I, I think the one of the reasons I want to avoid the Warriors. I mean, I disagree with Boost, who says our easiest matchup is the was the Warriors. I just don't see how that's an easy matchup, mm -mm. but. Mm -mm even though they have flaws for sure, but all these teams in the West have flaws. 
I would love to see the Warriors and Suns play in the first round because then you get rid of one of those teams I early. I'm so on board with that. One of those teams, and if it's the Warriors at BM, okay, fine, whatever. I pick the Suns in that series. But plus, you get KD against mm. his former team. He'd actually have to play it. He has not played a game at Chase Center since he left the Warriors. Wow. Oh, yeah, because he had he, that. He's angle. not played a road game. There we go. Yeah. Wow. I would love to see it. Then you don't have to worry. Uh, let them deal with it. I'm down. You know, guys, I'm just like, I'm to the point now. One more game left in the season. I'm down for whoever. Whoever. Bring it all on. Yep. Um, Morgan, any final thoughts on this one? Um, No. Just uh, excited to kind of reflect back on the season on Sunday. Um, it's going to be obviously a Sunday evening night chat. So... Let's start the week off right, people. Join us. Yeah, so Sunday night, just so you know, we're not going to be on like at our normal time. We'll make sure to put the schedule out. But Morgan's hosting Kings pre and post on NBC Sports California that day. Tipped off at 1230. That means the game's probably going to be over around three-ish. Then you have post games. Night chat's probably going to be in like the six o'clock hour, I'm guessing, probably. 530 or six. Yeah. Yeah. Because we want, I don't want her to have to do that in San Francisco. No, no, get no. Here. Like, let's get here and like let's let's open a bottle of wine, people. Let's we're gonna go. have a, that's going to be an extended edition because we're going to talk about the season and we're going to look ahead to the Kings' opponent. Let's go. Appreciate your guys' support today. It's meant the world. Thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight after a loss. Make sure on the way out you hit the thumbs up, subscribe, all of that. We love you guys so 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 much. But we got to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your night. See ya. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corian's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corian.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corian.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.